It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. It'd be the twenties. It'd probably be the Gatsby era. Yeah, Jay Gat. The, the I don't, no, I don't know. Probably. Really? Maybe. I like that. Yeah, I like that era. Why? Yeah. Um. Uh. Well, I like the aesthetic. I, I like the dapperness of mm. it, where okay. where where men dressed dressed up and took care of themselves, and you know, a lot of people know that's very important to me. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, women really took care of themselves yeah. and dressed up, and obviously, I. You know, everybody's always like, yeah, but other cultural climates, there was segregation. And I was like, yeah, I, you know, yes, yeah. there were issues with society like like there definitely are today. But overall, like I one of my heroes growing up was my great grandfather, who I never met. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I had always heard stories of him from my grandpa, who always talked about how much he cared. Basically, what they would always say was he was uh, a mechanic for the sheriff's department. Mm-hmm. And because he was an immigrant from Spain, that's like the best job he could get. Mm-hmm. And he always felt like he, he, he could do more with his life or he was worth more. Mm-hmm. So he'd be mortified by what he did for a living. Mm. And so every day when he'd come home from work, they said he would take off. He'd go take a shower, scrub off all the grease, mm-hmm. and then he'd go put a suit on. Nice. For the rest of the day, all evening, he would wear a suit. Wow. Just to show himself and prove to himself, I'm, I'm like worth more. Wow. You know, so like I've heard that since I was like six years old. Yeah. So that had always just really ingrained in me as like a like a hero or whatever, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and I used to in my bedroom when I was a teenager because I wanted to go in the military. I had a picture of him because he served in the French Foreign Legion in uh, for France. So, oh wow. you know, Fr- have you ever seen that Bear Grylls thing where he tries out to be a French Foreign Legionary? No, 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 no. It's from the 2000s. And the French Foreign Legions are like known as... Um, like uh, international mercenaries that fight for like okay. freedom or justice, whatever okay. their thing is, but they have as rigorous training as the SEALs. Wow. So um, I had a picture of him in his French Foreign Legion uh, uniform. My grandma still has it to this day. So I had one printed and it would like be framed in my room and he's like all, you know, dappered out yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So nice. 1920s was always that because that, I mean, he was, I think he was born in 1920 something. Mm-hmm. So. I just knew a lot about um, like him and other stuff like uh, the culture at the era. time. So yeah. I was like, I like nice. that era. I like furniture, designed furniture mm. from that era and aesthetics, all that. But nice. We are recording. <laughs> That's a long answer. Okay. You know. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, yeah, right, right. That's more of a beyond the letter intro yeah. kind of version of, of the show, but <laughs> we'll do it for beyond I do. Nice. You know. <laughs> It's a great story. Right. You see how totally uninterested my wife is. So that's our differences, you know. I was booking a reservation. Yeah. Nice. I buy all our furniture, all our... She gets to do, like, the little, like, seasonal trinket. So she's doing, like, Christmas Christmas and all that. But Nice. Which is, like, you know. How did you get into that? Because I know you and uh, Pastor Nathan... 
yeah you guys are very decorative you guys can see like um I don't even know what it's called. Um, like, like the colors. Yeah, and all the that colors, the designs, yeah, yeah. the patterns. Yeah. You're shopping for your wives, for yourself. How does that happen? Because that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I get. I guess it was just. I guess what what we were interested in. How we got raised. We were. But Caleb in the middle w- was the opposite of both Nathan and I. Mm. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know why me and Nathan. Uh, enjoy it so much now was your mom ever big on like no, fashion or no the opposite my dad too complete like my dad could care oh. less what he wears yeah um <laughs> my mom my mom has never cared much i mean she's always took care of herself but not in a way that i would say like like that you know and they didn't they didn't have money grow when we were growing up so mm. she she has yeah, she didn't you know have all these luxury things or even know of what luxury was so I don't really know where where I I know for me it's it's my great grandfather like that okay. his desire to be aesthetic at all times and take care of himself stuck out to me at a very young age. Nathan does not have that story. Like Nathan does not say that story sticks out to him at all sliders, growing up. Yeah. 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 Uh, so for Nathan for Nathan his leans a little bit more different than mine. But essentially he and I both have we have very different styles. <laughs> Very different styles and aesthetics at, at home, but he, he and I both care about the way our home looks and the furniture we buy and the, the clothes that we wear and the way we present ourselves. So, okay. yeah, I don't, I can't. It's yeah. nothing in the family though that that because really you're not like that, out, but Kim you know? is completely, yeah, yes. completely. So when you ask me, oh, I like that jacket, I like, oh, yeah. It's my stylist, you know. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah, so yeah, she yeah, yeah. dresses you. Everything. Oh yes. Everything. <laughs> Everything. Got, oh yes. He asked me like, "What do I like?" One of the things that he asked me like, "What do you like to do like for a hobby?" And I was like, "Go shopping and like style my family." <laughs> like I'm a stylist in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. I love like. Didn't you at one? Weren't you going to fashion school? Oh, yes. Yes. Like yeah. Don't, uh, like, see, you love I it. Like, here we so my dream was to go to fit him. Yeah. And I actually, at 18 years old, I used to work at Demo. I don't know if you anybody yes. knows like Demo, yes. like hip hop clothing yes. store. Yep. So I was 18 years old and I would be doing like fashion merchandising. Like I would do all of like the window displays. I would set up the store. Yeah. I've like moved around there many times. And then the last location that I was in was in Ontario, which was like m- before moving to their corporate store uh-huh. in Montebello. So in Montebello, though, I would set the floor plan for the entire, like across the nation of the organization. Really? So I was 18 years old, like flying up and down Northern California, like um, Southern, Northern. I would go in a store, hire, yeah. fire, yeah. set up a store, and then leave for a week. And that's what I was doing at like 18, 19 years old. Wow. Yeah. That's so, cool. Like I love fashion. I love everything about it. Like it's funny. Like I have a lot of friends who are in the fashion industry who yeah. are notable stylists and things like yeah, that. That's true. Like it's I my thing. That. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> like, like, you know yeah. what? Now make connections. Yeah, yeah. 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 Did we say did we say welcome to Beyond I Do? No, we've been in the middle of the Oh, oh sorry, so. sorry. Welcome to Beyond I Do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And for those wondering, it is a relationship and marriage <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Using uh, the inspiration of the term I do in marriage, you know. Uh, Well, we have some great friends with us today. We have Gage and Kimberly Henderson with us today. 
in a few moments, I'm going to let you defend yourself because you always say how how you guys met that I always exaggerate. Oh, thank thank <laughs> so you. I'm going to let you. Favorite story ever of I'll exaggeration. You, I'll let you. No, it should uh, stay that way. Well, when he tells it, then I'll come in and be like, no, this no. is how it really was because you were experiencing it. You know, in yourself, and we were many of us it. were seeing it, you know, firsthand. So we got Gage and Kimberly like, with tape. us today, <laughs> and uh, yeah, our it's, memory it's serves as a tape. The fact that five or six people in the room agree that that, that is so how you guys well, because met when is it what happened, happened, when we get to that story, because when it happened, we all did too, but we all went like this and looked around, and then we saw you, and you. <laughs> that is so yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, yeah. so so yeah, so welcome to Beyond I Do, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for leaving all the comments and great reviews that have really what what I believe because we had been asking for people to leave reviews and comments and share their stuff. Um, you know, we started. I started looking at our charts recently, and I shared on my own Instagram that we were. Um, our podcast, which it was all, most of it was all beyond I do, mm-hmm. except for one mm-hmm. was our demons one we did one time because I imagine it was it's October season and stuff like that. But everything that was charting high has been our beyond I do episodes, and in particular, they're usually the relationship ones, some of the dating ones, mm-hmm. uh, the blended family ones. Yeah. So that led us to be top 200 in all of Kenya podcast, mm-hmm. oh, which wow. is crazy. And number one in our category for now weeks in Kenya. Oh, so, wow. And then we have Botswana and we have La- the uh, Lithuania and we had Ireland and we've been in the United States. Now this week we're in the United States. So really cool, everybody. Thank you that so is. much yeah. for sharing this and commenting. And I, I've been telling people I have African American <laughs> roots. I was going to say I'm that. Connected, <laughs> I'm, I'm connected done. with the people of Africa. Right. Right. For sure. You know, yeah. like, so I, you know, I'm glad to be connected to my origins, you know, in a lot of ways. So it's very nice <laughs> to be charting I out there it. in the continent of Africa all over, all yeah. over though. Yeah. You know, so sure. that's a beautiful thing. All right. Well, we have Gage and Kim today. You guys enjoyed the Aaron and Erica one so much where we talked about blended families. Uh, we will bring them back for a part two, but we also thought would be great is Gage and Kim have a blended family as well. Yes. Yeah. And they're good friends of me and Ashley. So I figured in a slightly different perspective in a different, you know, we have uh, Aaron and Erica who kids are a little older now and they're a little further from, they said they were together, what, 20 years now. So I thought I'd bring, have a conversation with kind of a couple who's kind of newly doing this, you know? And so you guys, uh, Kim, you have 18 year old daughter, Michaela. Yes. Who is something special. I know she'll be listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I I told her I will be talking about her. (laughs) So we'll make the good. She's up. Michaela is also our babysitter for our kids. So we're very close with Michaela in that way. So, um, I will know in a certain degree what Kim will be speaking about, <laughs> about her daughter. Because right. Michaela knows me and Ashley always be at the kitchen table just repeating everything her parents said, mm-hmm. you know, thinking that yeah. they're just crazy for some reason. And we're like, no, right. Michaela, yeah. Yeah. you are a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> so we got to hear Aaron Erica's side of like having this teenager in the blended family. Well, now we have kind of more of you having a daughter in previous relationship who's kind of like within the you know what five year range mm-hmm. of the past five years doing this and then now you have two beautiful girls together yes. as well right mm-hmm. uh, yeah. 
And so um, one of which is my youngest, Thomas's uh, girlfriend. Yes. So. <laughs> and has, her yes. name is Giovanna. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he calls her Gigiwana. Gigiwana. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 My dad asked him on Sunday, do you have a girlfriend? He said, oh, no. Matthias, my oldest, was in the office. And then my dad goes, Matthias, do you have a girlfriend? He says, no, I don't have a girlfriend. But Thomas has a girlfriend. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, I had like a brain fart. I'm like, who's Thomas's girlfriend? And he's like, Gigiwana. And then yeah. I was like, because that's what they call her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Thomas just comes blazing in the office. And then my dad's like, Thomas, who's your girlfriend? He's like, Gigi. Yeah. Just like knew it right away. Yeah, yeah. So like, Gigi Wana. Yeah. I'm like, who just, you just know that at two so years like, old. I'll okay. take a PK like, over anything else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. I, I know the parents, we're good. Right, we're right. good. We know the foundation. Like, yeah. But it's so funny because like, we walk past and she like sees the picture on the way to school of like you and, and Pastor Diego. And I said, she goes, mommy, mommy, that's Thomas's daddy. That's Thomas's daddy. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. She goes, who's that? That's Thomas's papa. That's Thomas's papa. Oh, oh my gosh. And then the other day she was She's playing so on her toy phone and she looks and she grabs the phone oh and she goes, um, hello, Ashley, Ashley, Miss Ashley. Miss Ashley, do you want something to eat? I'm a, I'm gonna bring you some food. Okay, Thomas, you want some food too? Oh. And then I look at her and I'm like, who are you talking to? I she said, said, hang up the phone. Right, right. Well, hold on, anyways. Hold on. Y'all might have raised her right because right. my wife in ten years has never done something. <laughs> <laughs> she never called me and said, you want something yeah. to eat? Let me get you some food. So you all are doing it right. She cracked us up. I was rolling and it was out of nowhere. She just said, yeah. I gotta bring my mother in. My mother yeah, loves and like right, Thomas got to get a plate, and my mother in love so got to get a plate. Ashley? I said, "Who is that?" And I said, "Miss Ashley." She said, "Miss Ashley, Miss Ashley." And then I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Her attitude with us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. That's I don't so know what's funny. gonna happen, but I, I, I can't yeah. wait to, I need to eat. Yeah, I can't wait to bust out these <laughs> so videos and pictures at a later time. Oh, know, really, like if it really does end up happening, like we got the greatest archive of jokes that we're gonna tell at their wedding. I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> All right, guys. So tell us. First off, Gage, tell me how you first Man. met Kim. And I'll give my side of it because I was there. <laughs> so give us the year right, and the right. story, okay? So here was my Oh, mind you, I didn't add two. You guys have a bit of an age difference, right? Yes, yes we, well. do. Yeah. we do. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a, a generation gap. A generation. <laughs> Hold on. I'm still a millennial. I'm geriatric, but I'm still a millennial. I'm like the last right. one standing. Right, right. Made it. Yeah. Made it. So we are 10 years Shut apart. Ten. Yes, we are 10 years apart. I was born in 93. Wow. And she I was born, born in 83. Yeah. yeah. 83 yeah. and 93. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. is a bit of an age gap. It, it is yeah. a bit of an age gap. Don't throw any Sinaj jokes in there. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. I'll, give Kim Grace. I'll give Kim Grace. He's biting at it. Are you, so you're 40 now. Yeah. You just had your 40th this year? I just year? had my 40th yeah. this year. Wow. And he just had his 30th this year. Wow. That, yeah. That's a nice decade celebration. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a decade. Okay. Yeah. So we'll get into that because I got questions. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Okay. So from my perspective, yeah. Yeah. all right. So mind you, I was at a point in my faith where I'm like, I just need to come and just, just, I just need to build my relationship with God. That's yeah. it. So you guys had the young adults retreat and I was like, there's no better way. Let me just sign up for this young adults retreat. There we go. So on the way up, I'm just praying the whole time. Cause, um, I mean, you already know, and I'm, I'm, I can be completely transparent. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Praise God. Um, 
Abundant Living Family Church has always been known for having beautiful women at the church. Bro, I just heard th- this is the <laughs> third. Yeah, yeah. This like, is the third. Literally, said, were you there? Since, on yeah, Cedric said it. I'm Cedric like, said Abundant Living Family Church is Cedric single in his sixties, very very handsome man in our church, and we just had a men's thing, and he said he said we asked him about his singleness on stage. We had a Q and A, and he said Abundant Living Family Church is famous for having gorgeous single women. And, I, and th- that was the first <laughs> time I heard it. Then I heard from multiple guys after that, like, oh, yeah, said was right on. And then now I hear from you. I, wow. Not even I lie. didn't know that. Because I was here in that Hey, Christian days. men, come yeah, b- book a listen. plane ticket, spend a couple weeks at Abundant Living, <laughs> we'll apparently. I mean, I agree. I went my wife. I met my yeah. wife here at Abundant mm-hmm. Living. Yeah. So I don't disagree, but so that's just news to me. On the way up, I'm just, I'm telling God, I'm having a conversation. I'm here You know you're you. going to be tested. Like I I don't again I'm just coming in to yeah. my like like I've been in, I've been in uh, in my faith but it's like I I'm just like trying to set the parameters like I don't want that test I just keep me away from it for the okay. love of Jesus you know yeah. um I just want to focus on you and I want to get my life right with you that's where I want to be and at that time I'm not trying and anyways I'm not gonna say that but um <laughs> <laughs> so like I'm like okay I'm just gonna focus on you. And so we get up there, and I'm literally, I have my hood on, hat on. I'm just going from point A to point B, wherever you guys said. I'm in and I'm out, going back to the uh, room, chilling, um, trying to find guy friends. Then Pastor Diego's like, all right, 6 a.m., let's pray for an hour. Okay. Um, (laughs) At that time, that's like... Plus, it was Pastor Adam, not Pastor Yeah, Diego, I was going to say it was Pastor uh, Adam. Oh, yeah. Mine's a little groggy. I got you. Okay, so now, now, <laughs> so now young, it's a young one. Your right, age exactly. got, you got a big larger memory. I might be missing some, some key, some key well, things Well, I mean, here. your whole heart was on her the whole yeah. weekend, right? On right. prayer morning. So I can see why everything's a little blurred. So Pastor know? Adam says we're yeah. going to pray. So we get up there, and we're praying. And the whole, you know, I'm just like, I'm in the spirit finally like feeling connected and i'm like okay this is right where i need to be the whole hour goes by mm-hmm. i'm looking forward to breakfast because i've already been up since 5 30 mm-hmm. so now it's time to eat time to like relax i just hear my now wife just open her mouth and pray because what people may not know what normally we do every every time we do this three-day young adult retreat every saturday from six to seven we teach people how to pray mm-hmm. if they don't know how or, and we engage them with a style. So we do an hour and part of it is popcorn prayers where, you know, we have periods of silence and we read the Psalms and people can popcorn pray uh, as they want to. So mm-hmm. that's where you're getting at now is coming towards the last probably five to 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Kim has yet to popcorn and choose to, you know, yeah. say something. Which she easily could within the first 40 minutes the- for sure. <laughs> she has a very impressive prayer life yeah. and prayer very. repertoire. Yeah. It's like extremely impressive. So she could have at any point, but she waits till the end, like close to the end yeah. of the hour, right? So I go ahead. And so then so for me, I don't personally, I don't remember seeing her. You didn't. I don't. No, because I was sitting down. I never stood up. You never. Oh, right, stood up. right. Yeah. Yes, correct. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, so I. But no, I think you were looking for her. You were. I you don't had to have been. You perked I was? Up. Yo, yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay, so because me... I was in the back, so I know yeah. where I was sitting. I was in the back and then because I could see everything because I had Matthias with me. And so then all of a sudden I see was I have Matthias or I was pregnant? I forget which one of those. Um, but mm. then I hear it and I cause when she start, opened her mouth, I think I opened my eyes 
Adam opened his eyes. Pastor Nathan and, pa- and Sanaz may have opened. Because well, it was we my were, first time hearing yes. Kim pray too, so and we, all of ours. Mm. So, so when you we hear didn't her hadn't really pray, known Kim, you know it's you anointed. Know? Yeah. So you yeah. literally were like, "Who is doing that? And why aren't they in ministry?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and then so like, but that's I maybe okay. So maybe I'll take it. Maybe I was looking around, but the reason why the moment she opened her mouth, all I heard was, "That's your wife." No. Wow. Wow. And I said, and, and that's why I'm like, to, <laughs> so I'm having She's this saying, like, wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean that's my wife? And then I'm going back and forth. Like we had a whole conversation coming up here that mm. I'm not here for that. So I'm like. And you're like, what, 24 at this time? 24. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. 2018. So you're 34. Yeah. He's 24 at this right. time. Yeah. Yeah. 2018. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, so that's what I hear. Now for the rest of the weekend. I don't remember seeing her. Mm. You're right. Okay. Okay. I, I don't. Okay. I didn't run into her. I don't remember seeing her. Any interaction at all. It wasn't until the following week, growth track. Mm-hmm. I go into growth track. She walks in, teaches it. Holy Spirit again. That's her. I said, dude. So you didn't. <laughs> no. At, the, at what point did you correlate? She was the girl that prayed. When I saw her that time at growth track. Okay. So at growth track. You heard her voice and you recognized it from prayer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So okay. So it took you a week. So it took me a while to like yeah. really like okay, this is who that woman is. So during yeah. that week though, what it, like were you like God find her on Google or no? Facebook? Leave me alone. He did not. I, want I, I didn't. I, I I promise you. I told gotcha. like I was still kind of annoyed because like I I had like I had my expectation. And I was like Lord, I didn't go up there for a wife. I didn't go up there to find anything. Right. I went up there to get closer to you, and now you're opening my heart that this is my potential wife. So mind you, now we go in the whole time. We're in, like, singles ministry um, at that time, which is now transferred to neighborhood groups, but there's a singles ministry, and it was we're constantly being put in rooms where we're getting connected. Okay. And so now I'm getting more annoyed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And until there, girl again. Yeah, yeah, like, here she, until there's, like, one thing, and I and I, sw- I could have swore they set it up. Like, um, at the time... He um, swears, and I did not do any of this. The leader um, of the singles ministry at the time put me and her in a group text. And they're like, hey, do you guys want to open us up in our next class? So I'm like, all right, either this is really you, yeah, yeah, or yeah. you guys wow. are, like, messing with me. Yeah. So I just, like, I was like, all right, I messed her on the side. Do you want to go out? Do you want to talk? Let's just, well. No, he said, he said, (laughs) let's go out. He goes, would you like to go out? And so we can prepare for like the icebreaker and the prayer. And I was like, prayer? so i was like i don't need to prepare for that but okay yeah. so i was like but when he did it i was like oh, okay lord this must be something like why does he want to go out and so okay. i really was like he was just trying to figure out a way to get me out yeah. to dinner yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so we went out to dinner and then well you can't be creepy in the church yeah he was oh, yeah. not creepy in the yeah. church he did yeah. ask permission to to like he it was a dm then he asked permission if he can text me on the side and i said yes and then that's when we were able to go out and then literally from that dinner that's when we dated from that point forward we did not stop talking um yeah we, yeah so you we, clicked at that where'd you guys go to dinner um 
asked BJ's. Yeah, it was, it was it yeah. was very like well, we were yeah, because you know yeah. there's that big list nowadays yeah. of what oh, where girls you can't. Oh, yeah, 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 no, no, no. Yeah. We were yeah. we I were took chilling. My wife to GameWorks and AMC theaters. Well, and Starbucks <laughs> on our first well date, we have know? like a whole thing of different series of things that he did, but the, I can definitely tell you when he told me that he wanted to sit down and like. Uh, really date me and like what his intentions were and that he was like very intentional about marrying me all these good things we went to well, that was uh, later the first yeah. one was just like hey yeah the first one was just we're who just are you here. what right. are your interests it, what are you into because yeah. at that point yeah. I was already I stopped I, I I did like Christian dating for a couple with a couple different women and I was at the point where I was just like like one girl she canceled on like we were just supposed to go get frozen yogurt and then a couple hours before, she's like, "Oh, I can't make it." Da da da. I was like, "Oh, say say less." Yeah. 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 So that's like that's the level of like conviction and dating that I had at that point, yeah, where gotcha. the moment there was any red flag, it was cut. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I literally. So let's keep it a hundred. Then then at at what point did you find out number one of your guys's age gap, and also that uh, Kim had a daughter that was re- relatively older yeah. at this time. So Michaela would have been 13, 14? She was 13. About 13 at 13? the time. 13? So yeah. 13, 18 now? Like, so, like if if you're looking for red flags at this time, which is appropriate. Like, yeah, that's what right, we recommend yeah. on this Absolutely. podcast all the time. Like, for you, because I hear from men all the time, they say, that's a deal breaker to me. And for mm-hmm. and I, I always shock yeah, men because yeah. before I met Ashley, mm-hmm. I was dating someone who had a child. She was out of state. We weren't really dating. We were talking. But we knew each other from high school. And um, she was actually flying down. She was flying down and we were going to go on our first date. We had been talking for a few months about like, could this be a thing? Couldn't, would you move back to California if this was a thing? So we're like, let's see if this really happens. And she had a son at the time. It was about six, seven. Mm -hmm. And the week she was flying down, she was flying down for family because we went to high school together. She grew up around here, but we were also going to go on a date was the weekend that I met Ashley. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I called the girl and I said, I think I met a girl who could be the one. Wow. I don't, I shouldn't go on a date with you. And she was like, I respect it. If it doesn't work out, give me a call. You know, like as you get a little older, you know, like you start realizing like, I'm going to be far less picky. Like, Mm -hmm. so for her, she was like, Hey, go explore that if you want. If you don't, it's not that she is just sitting around, but it's like, I'll give you room to like, I have a connection with you. I'll give you room to come back and I'll see if there is something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And obviously we never spoke after that. And then she ended up getting married. But for so many men, they'd always be like, how did how did you do it? How, you know, like, yeah. you know, how, you were so you were completely cool with it. And I'm like, yeah, like, why? Why would I not have been like to me? That didn't make any sense. But yeah, yeah. for you, like at the, those two junctures, your generational gap and then uh, Kim already having a daughter. Like, was that anything that came into play that you were like, God, is this a red flag or yeah. should I be doing this? Yeah, I, I'll be honest. I think it was it. At sometimes it felt like it, but I think it was more based on my community who I was around. You know, I had a lot of boys in my life that were telling me like who I was and you know, and the type of woman they thought I should be with. And so, oh, she's older than you, she's got a kid, all this responsibility. And I'm just, but I, I remember I just kept hearing like, look at her fruit, mm-hmm. you know, and mm. her, she had good fruit. So that's what I wanted. And also, I was dating girl women my age and th- we weren't on the same wavelength. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so our goals, our conversations, <laughs> our interests, they were completely like they, they just weren't connecting. So like those were the things I was looking for more than anything else. Like, I remember there was a time when um, I was serving in youth and um, I don't even think I knew you had a daughter at the mm-hmm. time. But Michaela just walks up to me and she's like, do you know my mom? And I'm looking at her and I'm like, 
I think I do. And now, had you gone out with Kim already at that? No, point? no, 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 oh, no. Okay, yeah, because okay. um, we were doing the. whole... You were like, serving in youth before the mm-hmm. uh, retreat. Um, I th- no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Twenty eighteen is when everything hit hard. Those were pivotal. Yeah, moments. yeah. Those are that was so, and I grew so literally probably I started serving in youth maybe that like March. March or okay. yeah, and March, um, April is when uh, I think Michaela came up to me and was like, "Do you know my mom?" And I'm looking at like just the eyes and the glasses. And I'm like, "Yeah, I think I might know who she is." Yeah. Um, and so one, then I was like, "Okay, you have a kid." And then it took me the longest to figure out how old she was because mm-hmm. that was like mm-hmm. nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then by that point, I think I was 25, she was 35. So I was like, you know, I see her fruit. She has good fruit, good morals, good characters. We're actually vibing. Um, she raised a, an amazing daughter and yep. that was my, my thing. I wanted kids. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if I'm going to trust you with my seed, I need to make sure you can raise my seed. Mm-hmm. And once I saw the fruit that she had with Michaela, I'm like, Oh, we're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just add me in the picture. Cheat code. Yeah. yeah. Bro. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? So, yeah. you know, now I got like a seven month year old baby already trying to walk. You know what I mean? I got right. Giovanna just ruined the world. And that's just because. <laughs> You know, so I, you have a seven month old, a three. She'll she, be she three. three. She'll be three on on Sunday. On Sunday the okay, 19th. that's right. Because mm-hmm. I know she's a little older than Thomas, mm-hmm. and then the eighteen year old. Yeah, y'all, y'all, just <laughs> like y'all just older like women, older women, huh? right? Hey, we Apparently. do. You know, I got older wife. Both my brothers got older wives. <laughs> hey, it works. It works. It, it works. Listen, it works if if you're a man of maturity. Yeah, yes. it works. Yes. If like you're a, not, then an older woman's not gonna. Put up no, with it, yeah. Not know, at all. But, not at but. all. Gage is definitely like an older, like an eighty-year-old man. Sometimes, like just <laughs> yeah, how he yeah, just yeah, acts yeah, and conducts yeah, yeah. himself. Yeah. But, so yeah. for you, Kim, like at what point did you? Okay, and we all we've asked this with Aaron Erica <laughs> sure. the the second half. But at what at what point, like, did you have fears going into as someone who was in their mid thirties now? And we, we hear it all the time. We hear it from men. We hear it from women. Mm-hmm. I'm this age, and I haven't found the one yet. Sure. You know. Like, I feel like I'm losing time and I feel like I'm losing this. And like, did you feel like, like to yourself, were you like, were you like, I don't know that I'll meet a Christian man that'll be okay with, you know, with, with the life that I have right now. And do I feel like time is running out now that I'm in my mid thirties? Like, did you ever feel any of those type of, um, I guess you call them insecurities. Mm -hmm. And and if you did, like, how did you push past those? Sure. Mm. So I'm going to start. The second question is, and then I want to know at what point with Michaela, did you trust Gage to introduce them? It's a great question. So I'm going to go back to, and it's all part of the story of how we met and kind of what happened. So the first thing is, is that when we met, I had been divorced. So I had been divorced and it had been two years. I wasn't supposed to be at the retreat. Mm. I was supposed to, I walked up to the table when you guys were signing up Mm -hmm. and I was actually asking the question just simply based upon like, Hey, let me try to see if I can fit this in my budget. I was going through, I had went through a bad divorce. Um, Long story short, he was trying to sue me different things like that. So financially there was a lot of things that were going on where I really couldn't afford to go. I walk up to the table and next thing I know, I'm like, Hey, just how much is it? Just trying to see like, you know, like if you guys have a payment plan, something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Next thing I know, Ashley goes, Well, some guy just walked up here and he paid it in full. 
Then he, she, you turned to Pastor Adam, and he's like, "Really? You guys are having this whole banter? Like, who was it?" And she was like, "I don't know. I don't know." Like, you guys yeah. are literally having this whole dialogue, and it's yeah. like hilarious because you guys still do it to this day. So you guys are like <laughs> yeah. having this dialogue, and then I'm sitting there not knowing that I'm literally about to burst in tears because now I get to go to the retreat. Mm-hmm. And you were like, "You want it?" And I was like, "Yeah," and I was just like, literally walked away, and I yeah. went from that table crying. Because I wanted to be there. I just didn't know how I was going to be able to afford to get there. So I'm going to say, then going into that, I get there. And (laughs) I literally like, like, yeah, I, he didn't, mind you, he didn't know that story until we were at our engagement. And I remember the guy who did, I don't, I can't remember his face, but I remember that's him. I don't remember that's you that Mm -hmm. we gave. It was me. So I, I wasn't supposed to be there. Even when I prayed, I was like battling the Holy Spirit. Should I pray? Shouldn't I? Like, I don't really know. Like it was kind of like that. And then that's why I waited till the end. Now, mind you, the reason why I'm bringing that into full circle is because even in growth track, I went through a really bad situation, but I was always hopeful that God was like, listen, I've called you to not just be a wife, but you're going to be like in the kingdom. Like you're going to have, like you're going to break generational curse. Like he was telling me all these things Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. about me, because when you go through a divorce, you start to kind of question yourself. You start to doubt like who you are, like what God has called you to be all these different things. But I was like, just constantly like hearing the Holy spirit telling me like, no, like watch what I'm going to get ready to do with your life. Like eyes have not Mm -hmm. seen ears have not heard. Just mm-hmm. like, I need you to just trust me. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Then he, like, I get to growth track and I'm teaching. That day was so weird because it was like five other guys, like, <laughs> all trying to hit on me at the same yeah, time. Yeah. He was the only one who played it very cool. Okay. And I was like, okay. Did you notice that? That the other guys were trying to hit on her? I didn't he doesn't, want no, to do right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. He didn't like you. I but <laughs> mind you, I go up there too, and that was not my intention. I was just excited yeah. to be in the room. Mm. I was just trying to be obedient. Like, I didn't want to serve at Grow Track because I was all these different things that I went through at my previous church. And I was just like, I don't want to do this. Like, mm. you, I don't want to serve. And everybody would be like, nope, you're going to do this. And it was just me just saying yes to stuff that I really was like, oh, come on, Lord. Like, you're putting me back in the same position. I don't want to be here again. But all right, I'm going to do what you say. Anyway, so as I'm going on, I remember dealing with a lot of different guys that I wasn't talking to, but we were in the singles ministry. Gotcha. And in the singles ministry, it was weird because there would be some weird yeah. guys in yeah. there and they were yeah. doing weird stuff. Yeah. And so I would just like, I don't like... <laughs> it, was like it was like jackals, it, just yeah, looking for blood. Just looking know? for yeah. blood. And like, yeah. I was at a season in my life where I was so in tune with the Holy Spirit. I, when he says like, nah, red flag, mm-hmm. red flag, red mm-hmm. flag, mm-hmm. I'm cool. And so I remember that Gage came along and I was like dang I really like him like he cool but nah (laughs) so I found out right so I found out how old he was and I was like oh "Oh, no no. never mind never gonna happen like we're 10 years apart he's fine and he's cool but he could talk to somebody else so I was actually trying to hook him up with somebody else yeah that was 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 actually on a date too yeah it was me her and then she invited someone else I was like what is going on legit trying to hook him up because I was like yeah no no thank you like he's good he'll be good for someone Someone else, not yeah. me. Yeah. But then, as I got a chance to go on, it was 
it was a really cool thing because I got an opportunity to see how he interacted with other people. Mm -hmm. I like how he like treated the guys in the room, how he treated the women in the room. Like he wasn't trying to hit on anybody. He wasn't weird. He wasn't Mm -hmm. doing anything Mm -hmm. slick or sly. And so at that point, I was just in a season where I just was content. Like I didn't really need to be in a marriage. I didn't need to be in a relationship. I was just like going through my intentional healing. I was pressing into God. I was like, God, whatever you see fit for me, that's where I'm at. Right. I'm, I want to do what you want me to do. I want to go where you want me to go. I want to serve how you want me to serve. Like, I wasn't focused on any man. And it just so happened that one day, I remember, I kind of looked up and was like, all right, I'm healed. It's been two years. I'm, like, good. Like, I'm really content. I'm enjoying this single life. Like, I like this. I think I'm ready to date. Mm-hmm. And then that's when that week, like, the following week is when we got the call to be in the same, like, group chat mm-hmm. to then lead the singles ministry in their icebreaker and prayer that morning. And so then that's when kind of, like, opened up my eyes to gauge. Um, I would say that it wasn't that I felt that I was insecure because at that point I knew very clearly what I wanted. Mm -hmm. I knew who I was and whose I was. And I went through a true, like, like just a re like birth in Mm -hmm. Christ. Like I've always been in God, but this is like, this was new. This was like where it became from like my head to my heart where Mm -hmm. I like was transformed where, Oh no, I believed what he said about me. Mm -hmm. Like, like, so because I believed what he said about me, there was nobody who can tell me any different. So at that point I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't feel that I couldn't have his best. Right. Especially because the situation before me, I would say that by technicality wasn't my fault. Biblically was not my fault. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so in this case, I was just like, okay, that was something that I had to go through. Mm-hmm. But like in this next marriage, like whatever you have for me, God, I know it's going to be your best. Mm-hmm. I know you're you're going to bless me. I know whatever that looks like. And it just so happened to be Gage. And... <laughs> Why are you over here like, <laughs> but, but like, yeah, like, and he, and honestly, he, he came so correct, um, that I can't even deny, like, it was just God yeah. in the midst of it all. Like the way that he came at me, the way he came at me, even with Michaela, like there were times where I felt like maybe beforehand, um, going into a very insecure feeling like, oh my gosh, I have to get married. That's why I say I I got into the marriage that I did because I felt that push. Mm, Like I'm 30 Mm. now. I got to get married. I got to check that box. Like something's, you know, off about this. And, you know, and I settled for stuff and I kind of was a people pleaser, all of that. This time I was like, listen, if this don't work out, it don't work it out. out. Like, yep. it's cool. It like, is. he gonna lose. Not mm-hmm. me. I'm the prize. Mm-hmm. So that's where I didn't feel that it's insecurity creep. because I came into him being secure in God before I had to worry about being secure in a man that's or good. a relationship. That's, great. that's good. Yeah. And then so at what point did you feel secure enough to introduce Michaela? So the... Um, so... <laughs> Michaela, well, she introduced herself. She introduced herself. <laughs> okay, so yeah, yeah. the funny part is, so he I'm was, not surprised. Sounds, not yeah, <laughs> he was, he was in, gro- he was, he was serving in youth, mm-hmm. and she was his coach. 
And I remember, like, she, because, you know, they Wait, had. Wait, she was serving in youth. No. Well, no, she was in youth. Oh, and oh, no, he she was, was he was serving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. sorry, my bad. He was a coach. Yeah, he was a coach. She was coaching you. That sounds about right, too. Right, that's that. Well, you know, she was. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, she was low key. Um, but yeah, so he was serving, and that was her coach. And gotcha. so they got a chance to kind of have their own relationship, okay. where she too had to go through her home, her own healing as well through what we had just gone yep. through. Um, but I remember when it was good. Um, to introduce, because I really didn't, we didn't start off like introducing, but it was kind of by proximity that I couldn't really yeah, hide yeah. him, yeah. so knew, to speak. Yeah. Right. She knew you were going on a date with, the, right. with this guy. Exactly. And then, obviously, she would know he's serving in her, exactly. the ministry she attends, so and it's a little more blurred. It's a little bit yeah. more blurred, yeah, but where it yeah. came from, she ended up like coming to me and she was like, Mom, I think you like my coach. Oh my <laughs> like, what, little girl? Yeah. I'm not having this conversation yeah. with you. But then I remember me and her kind of sitting down and talking mm. through, like, what does that look like? Like, mm -hmm. hey, what do you think about him? And she goes, no, mommy, I actually think I like him. She was like, he's a really good person. She goes, I feel safe. Mm. And so that, for me, was meant, meant everything to me. Um, the thing about Gage that was so cool, when he talks about the fruit, he sat down and like when I was saying he took me to Big Al's and he had like an Argyle sweater on. Jesus. And I was like, why did you put that on? Anyway, we go there. And when he wanted yeah. to make this serious, he went to Africa for uh, 30 days. Right. You yeah. went to Africa for 30 days and um, he was doing a, a clinical out there came back and he said listen if this is what's meant to be like we're going to go through this in Africa we're going to continue to pray we're going to keep God first and then after that then I'll determine whether we're going to be in a relationship and I was like okay you know that's fine so we go um, he takes me out and he literally sits down and tells me his five-year plan in his five-year plan it included Michaela every mm. fabric of it like he mm, was like this mm. is what i'm gonna do this is who i'm gonna be this is like this is how i'm gonna operate i already thought about your daughter it's like he like had weighed the cost of being mm. in, a, in a marriage with me he's like this is where i'm at this is where i know i'm at but this is not where i'm starting this is where i'm gonna end yeah. and he came so correct on how this was gonna happen he's like listen we're not i'm not dating to date i'm dating to marriage he had talked about him and his experience with his single mom and was like i'm not coming to play games yeah, with because i was also a stepchild yeah. So there are points when I understood what that experience was going to be like. Mm -hmm. So it would be a miss of me to include her, but not include Michaela, not yeah. prioritize her. But it was always from the facet of like, at any point, we don't feel like this is working or Michaela even is yep. not comfortable and she doesn't want this to work. We will go our separate ways. Yes. As yeah. soon as the, any of us let her, and, yeah. and I and I told her I was like, let Michaela know that because mm -hmm. I want Michaela to be just as part of this process of anything. If she's gonna, <clears> she's yeah. gonna have to accept me as a dad. Yes. yes, you know. And as soon as I get married to you, I become husband and father. You yeah. Know? So it was very intentional that aspect. Even in um, when I was in Africa, it was like, we're gonna go, we're gonna pray as soon as, and if you feel that you don't want to do this anymore, or that God is telling you else, else um, otherwise. That's fine. We'll yeah. go. Yeah. Same yep. here. And we'll just um, call it wash because I didn't want to waste her time. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to waste her Michaela's time. And I didn't want to waste my time. Yeah. Um, that wouldn't have been fair. You guys have been married now for how long? Um, how many years? Going on four. Going on okay. four. Okay. Four years of marriage. So let's fast forward a little bit now. Yeah. You guys end up getting married. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. You guys, you guys married now four years ago, which is 2019? 2020. Mm-hmm. You guys got married in January 2020? 3rd, January 3rd, 2020. 2020. 2020. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right so this before. January yeah. will be four years. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Okay. So 
you got married in January of 2020. So um, as you guys got married, it's two questions. The, the first one is, at what point did the fatherhood weight hit, hit you? Okay. Yeah. So uh, at what point in this did it like, you're like, oh my gosh, um, 20, you're 26 <laughs> uh, years old with a teenager? Yeah. Please. You know? Yeah. Um, you're 26 20, year old with a teenager. Yeah, 26 turned 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's probably at this time now 15 or or so. 14. Yeah. 14. Mm-hmm. 14. So you got a four, you're 26 with a 14 year old, right? Yeah. Wow. It's a weight. It's a weight <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Right. So at what point did that weight hit? And then tell me about, talk to us a little bit about what were the difficulties in that early one to two years. You guys may even still be in the thick of some of it, mm-hmm. but in that first one to two years of, of blended family yeah you know literally the first night yeah our wedding oh night gosh. our wedding <laughs> night like we get home and we're and maybe like the next day the next day yeah the next day like we you know we we get home we're you know just enjoying each other and then we i i we go to sleep and i'm just laying there and i'm like i'm a husband yeah yeah i'm a yeah. dad like i'm responsible for lives and i'm literally going through this whole like like crisis because it was it was really new at that point oh like, my gosh she's yeah. at now she's at her her grandma's so she's not there with us those first, those first couple of nights were just by us but mm-hmm. it was like oh she's gonna come home and now it's we gotta go to school we gotta do all these i gotta like provide food so it was that like my whole thought process within three days actually sh- like full finally fully shifted mm-hmm. but i remember there was one point i want i think it was in that first year maybe mm-hmm. where she kept saying well, mommy does this and mommy does that mm-hmm. and mommy. And I'm like, and I don't, I, I just, this was the Holy Spirit. I, like I just stopped her. I said, but I think we saw both of them mm-hmm. because there were times that, you know, mama bear comes in and she yeah. wants to protect, you know, her yeah. baby. But I had to look at both of them. I said, you guys got to understand something. I'm not mommy. I'm daddy. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So there's things that a daddy does that is going to be different. It's going to be foreign because you guys haven't experienced it in a healthy way in a while, but it doesn't mean it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's just different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to identify what things daddy do, what things mommy does, and then now we can move forward. Do you have some examples or a example of what that conflict of, of role, yeah. role oh, in the yeah. home was so I, I like one thing like if i you know for example if i just said something or if i laid down um you know hey michaela i need you to do this you know do a chore right and she didn't want to or she was you know t- too tired to do it mm-hmm. she'd look at mommy with the puppy dog eyes and you know and i said oh you had a long day at school yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah, okay yeah, baby yeah, come yeah, here yeah, you yeah, know yeah, yeah. and i said so I, no I spoke. Mm-hmm. This is why it needs to happen, and this is the reason behind it. You need to do it. And I had to look at her and say, this is one of those points where you need to let me be daddy. You need to let me support that. Yeah. yeah. Not because I'm being, and she had to understand, it's not because I'm being mean. It's because I'm trying to raise certain qualities and characteristics in her. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, now that she's 18, how it's still ongoing, mm-hmm. is um, she's like, oh, I want to go out with my friends now. Okay, cool. Be home by 830. Yeah. Right. What? No, 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 no. I'm testing you in that moment as a dad because I need to know you're safe. I need to know you're protected. And if you come home at this time, I can trust you with more time. Mm. So those are things that as a dad that I'm learning. But Mm -hmm. as mom and I can see just in mom's disposition, they don't have that like law making disposition. You know, what do you want? It doesn't matter. So I okay. I got to step in now. I got to lay some of those guidelines, Mm -hmm. and I got to be the one to reinforce them where she comes under me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And how did you respond to that when that would happen? Because I know it was 
the two of you for two years. So now yeah. you're coming under this, what a lot of people hate, submission yeah. to your husband in the sense of, of respect. Dun, 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 dun. Right? <laughs> oh, Just put that on on yeah. TikTok and it's all going to get flagged. Right. She uh, went viral again yesterday. Right. Somebody took oh, her submission did? clip <laughs> on TikTok. Yeah. Gosh. Um, and because it was just the two of you mm. for two years yeah. and, and coming into now this uh, obviously husband of yours you're attracted to, but how did it come across to you? Did sure. you, were you receiving? Were you kind of like, oh, what up, homie? Because yeah. like Erica was like, huh, bro, chill. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I initially like, uh, how do I put this? <laughs> so it's been me and Michaela for a long time. Right. So even before, before I got married the first time I, I was a single mom already. Okay. So okay. I had been a single mom for years. So okay. was the person you married no. Michaela's father? No. Oh, okay. No. I don't think okay. I knew yeah, that. Yeah. You didn't wow. know that. I did oh, not okay. know that. Yeah. So that she is okay. not. So she has a, a biological father. Yes. Uh, Step the stepfather. Yes. Okay. So Michaela's biological yeah. gotcha. father hasn't been like a part of her life since three months. Wow. Of her life. So mm-hmm. I've been a single mom that whole time. I got married at thirty, wow. then divorced by thirty three. At um, what age did yeah. you have Michaela? I'm sorry. And then I had Michaela when I was twenty two, gotcha. turning twenty three. Gotcha. Gotcha. I've been a single mom a long time. So when I say that, my mindset was already like, oh, I got to be mom, yeah. I'm dad, I'm disciplinary, I'm all of these things. I'm fun. So, I, right, yeah. I got to be I gotta be everything. So when it came to Gage stepping in, I would say that at first it was like a little challenging um, at first because I was like, man. And I remember having a conversation with him where I would have to tell him, like I remember saying to him, like, you know what? I just need you to be patient with me because I recognize that I can probably get in the way of parenting Mm. and I can get in the way of what you're trying to accomplish here um, because I come from a line of strong women and that doesn't make it right. Mm. And so I just need you to, like I had to humble myself enough to kind of admit that to him because I remember that, that disagreement that we had where she would like, she was, she was go in between like, she developed her relationship with Gage organically to call him dad. Mm-hmm. That was never forced. That was never yeah. something I required yeah, of her at all. But when she would be like happy with him, it was dad. And then when she would be mad, it was be Gage. Gage. Mm. <laughs> so she would go so, like, back I just and forth. Yeah, that's yeah. a wild So she would, she would like flip flop <laughs> yeah, real quick. Yeah, so yeah. we were like, ooh. So I remember one day where when we did have that conversation and I literally had to submit to the leadership of my home but then also it was like well what kind of household are we going to establish and I think that that was very important me engaged like we're very we were super intentional in our dating super intentional in our marriage we had like code of conducts we had like we had like certain things that we wrote out about how we were just mm-hmm. going to like mm-hmm. conduct ourselves, like mission statements as a family. Like mm-hmm. we had all of that. So when I wanted to deviate from the plan, mm-hmm. I would go back to like, OK, what kind of family do we really want to yeah. have? Right. And I would surrender to that. Yeah. And submission for me was never that's never been a bad word. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mm-hmm. I find it so ironic that people oh, trip God. off of that. But yeah. submission is not it, it's not bad. It's actually a beautiful thing. I think it's a wonderful thing because when I've learned how to, to submit under like my husband it's even allowed me to see the grace of God and see the love of God and see how like just my favor with the Lord 
in submitting and surrendering to the things that my husband and, and his direction. But I remember when she we had that conversation and like we were all mid and mind you, I used to cut in between like something that he would be saying. We'd be all having this like whole thing, <laughs> this discussion in the house. And then she would say something, he would say something and then I'd be like, but, and I had to learn real quick. Like I can't disagree with, with dad in public like yeah. that. And so we were going through the pandemic because that was the other thing. Newly married, pandemic, and I'm pregnant. Yeah. And my teenager is losing her mind because she's now thinking she's getting ready to be replaced because we're yeah. pregnant with Giovanna. Oh, and so it yeah. was crazy that first year. But throughout that first year, we were closer than ever because mm -hmm. we were on the same page about everything yeah. like we would go and we would have conversations or we would go talk about it or kind of renegotiate behind closed doors and be like all yeah. right <laughs> he was like listen you can't do that to me like if you do yeah. that to me you cutting the legs from under me and i'm yeah. like oh yeah. you're right babe my bad and like yeah. we would like have that dialogue and i would just re make that adjustment and i think i also had to appease my wife by like reassuring her i'm, I'm doing this from a place of love yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to you know put my foot down i'm not trying to swing the hammer but I'm I'm trying to show you and our daughter how much I love you guys by these things that I'm doing yeah. or by these kind of guidelines that I'm setting. And that, that can be very new, especially when it hasn't been there for her yeah. since three months, right? Wow. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, she and she's very dramatic. <laughs> yeah. huh? Really? What? I'm sure you guys really? would have I've never heard that before. <laughs> she's like That's so dramatic. And so I remember one day she's like going off and she's like yelling and he's just looking at her so calm and cool. And she's like, you guys don't love me or something. I don't know. She was just having a moment. <laughs> and then he looks, yeah, right, so teenager. And then he looks at her. He goes, but I love you and I'm not going anywhere. So yeah. you can keep yelling. You can keep getting upset, but I'm not going anywhere. Mm. And then that's when I saw a shift in her. And then that's when it was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. With the last couple of minutes we have. Um, that's good. Uh, this is where we'll close out with the two. Uh, I did this with Aaron and Erica. The, sure. the short little advice portion that you would give for people that are maybe going to step into. Um, and then I think the next time, because mm -hmm. since then, we've had a lot of great people submit questions mm -hmm. for uh it was originally Aaron and Erica with blended families, mm -hmm. but I think it's great that because you guys offer two different perspectives, perspectives right? Yep. You offer the Aaron and Erica offer the perspective of they did all this when they were unbelievers. Uh, they were, you know, totally admittingly mm -hmm. selfish mm -hmm. in their regard until they collectively as a family came to Christ mm -hmm. and, you know, saw how the Lord moved in that family. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's really great perspective that they give in that and they give answers. But I think the next time we have you guys on too is to take, cause we had a lot of people submit questions where they're at with blended family. Mm. Cause I think you guys offer another approach, which is great. I'm yeah. in the church. Yeah. Uh, I was a sing you were a single mother. You were, you were, you were a man kind of trying to find yourself, right. Get into your career. You were now becoming a therapist, marriage, family therapist. Yeah. So you step into that relationship. So, but you guys did it all, yeah. all as, you know, submissive servants of Christ, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. uh, where you're trying your best, mm -hmm. not you recognized from the beginning, you were selfish individuals, mm -hmm. uh, you know, so to say, whereas, sure. yeah. you know, when you do it, when you do it immaturely outside of your faith, then a lot of times you're just in self-preservation mode. Right. right? Yeah. Right. yeah. And, um, so, so, so I want you guys in the future to give some wisdom on that. But sure. as we close it, I just want you, what, what maybe one piece of advice or one thought would you give Kim for you with single mothers 
stepping into marriage mm-hmm. uh, to a new spouse, what advice would you give to that single mother? Because what I what I often see, and we've said it before in the podcast, uh, I often see uh, single mothers who I believe are incredible and resilient mm-hmm. and um, offer a lot more, you know, uh, bones and grace than a lot of men do nowadays. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. So um, I admire that so much. But what I what I believe is the Achilles heel for the single mother is for the single mother that gets married and potentially could have a healthy relationship. She can't go past the fact that she mother needs to mother everyone and everything. Mm. She needs to mother mm. the man. She needs to mother the children. Because that's what you did. Yeah. You did mm. it for. for sure a decade you know and so to then step into a relationship that could possibly head towards health a lot of times uh what i've seen is single mothers will tend to implode Mm -hmm. you know they'll implode the relationship on their side it takes two to tango but on their side kind of implode it because they're gonna come home every day Mm -hmm. and treat their husband like another child and not saying he even there are some men who want that and like you know i got my own thoughts on that i've shared a million times but in the sense that he's trying right (laughs) he's trying to lead he's trying and she's saying no no Mm -hmm. i'm the boss Mm -hmm. i'm mom Mm -hmm. i'm mama bear to everyone in this house Mm -hmm. without me this house don't you know so a lot of times they don't let go to this new assimilation of this is a new family it's a new framework right what advice would you give a single mother to engage what advice would you give to um individuals just stepping into a blended family, you know, that maybe you've learned or you have seen that you would encourage someone to to be aware of. Aaron and Erica did that last time. And I thought great wisdom for people because the average person nowadays, a lot of people are uh, divorced, separated, going to move into blended Mm -hmm. families. I mean, for sure. Talking about 50%. So right now to our audience, almost half could or are potentially dealing with these dynamics. Right. So what are your thoughts? I think that the first thing that anybody stepping into this should heal, they Mm. need to heal all of those areas about themselves of number one, like having to maybe go through the resentment of having to be the mom, the dad, the provider, the everything first heal. The second thing um, I would say is once you go through that healing, you oftentimes what it is is that they don't have a lot of people who have paved the way. So we kind of continue to, um, what is it? repeat what we see and I could have easily repeated what I saw because that's kind of like how my mom was how my grandmother was very overbearing very kind of like run the household Um, but for me what I really thought was important to me is that I really wanted to be a better wife for him and so I started to look for who represents that Mm. and then if no one represents that where do I go I went to the word of God And I was like, I studied Proverbs 31. Mm -hmm. I was like, I want my husband to trust me with his heart. I want to trust his leadership. I want him to trust in the woman of God that he's that he needs and preparing myself as a woman, a wife, um, and even a mother. I prepared ahead of time. So before he even came in, that preparation was already there. Mm -hmm. So what I would say that if you don't have it, you have to surrender to correction, have to have to heal and be able to heal those components surrender to God but also surrender to correction Mm -hmm. somebody had I had the ability for somebody to speak into my life and tell me when I was like 
going left or right mm-hmm. or, yep. or correct me or redirect me. And find like that woman, that mentor, that someone who you look up to as a, as a woman or a godly woman and say, okay, how did you do it? Mm. And uh, oftentimes for me is, um, again, I didn't have an example. So I was like, I'm going to pave the way by becoming the example. Mm. So if someone ever approached me as far as like it being a, a, a woman in my shoes, I have no problem sharing what I've been through because I think that it's so important for me to duplicate myself. But more importantly, like I said, to find that someone. And if you don't have someone, you become that someone. You look in the Bible, you go find it. Go find it because that's so important um, to go through all of those things in order for me to be better. I, I can't go into it without being better. And um, I I remember going through all the stuff that I went through and I can either be better or bitter. And I chose better Mm. because I did the work. That's good. That's so good. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. I, that, that, you know, I see that and I can't tell you how many times me and Ashley have done marital counseling with people that um, have been divorced before, Mm -hmm. been, been, you know, in, in relationships before. And a lot of the issues that that couple has and, you know, I have sermons on it as well about how the potential for a broken marriage is everything you've done leading up to it, mm-hmm. relationships and how you've led your life leading up to that moment, whether it's a first marriage, second marriage, third marriage, it's everything that you have done in the past goes into the marriage bed mm-hmm. with you yep. unless you heal. Yep. If you heal, then you know yeah, there's cleansing. Yeah. Christ can cleanse those Absolutely. things. But if you don't heal and you just call yourself a Christian, mm-hmm. doesn't mean you have freedom from those things. And so, I like I couldn't tell you how many times I've sat in a counseling session where someone, either the the husband or the wife, has yeah, but in my previous relationship or my ex or my ex husband, and I'd say stop, 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 yep. stop, stop. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We can separately go have that conversation, yep. and you mm-hmm. can sit with Ashley or go to counseling, and I, or I can counsel you. But in this moment, when we're talking about your spouse, mm-hmm. you ain't allowed to bring up right. your your ex because mm-hmm. the Absolutely. moment that communicates is the sins of my past or the sins of the person of my past get ascribed to you. And so then that person in the relationship says, no matter how good of a job I do, I will never be able to compare Mm -hmm. to the fear that's in their eyes. And they're just waiting for failure, waiting for failure. And and you, and you know, it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy that which you think about all day, you will find. And I refuse to, I refuse to, what I went through, I refused to project that on him, mm-hmm. my future family, yeah. like all of that was important to me. And I believe that our the Hendersons are blessed because the work that we both did individually going into it, because yeah. that was important to me. I was like, I'm not I'm not going to project any of those things on him because that was never his fault. Yeah. And he can tell you in four years, I have not ever mentioned about my previous relationships and how they impact me today because yeah. those are yeah. done. I'm healed right. from yeah. that. Yeah. That's great. Gage, yeah. close this out. Uh, I think for me, um, it, it's not about you, right? If I'm yeah. taking if I'm taking this step into marrying um, oh, this woman and they have a child, it has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with them. So I have one or two options. Like I can either contribute to her healing or I can hinder her healing based yeah. on my conduct and how I interact within this marriage. But then I'm also doing a twofold with the child as well. I, I, I have to be very uh, mindful about what they've experienced and I have to be um, my heart has to be opened up to it. So there were be there would be some times that my wife would 
act a certain way that was different, you know, or my, or Michaela would act a certain way that was different. So I had to be attuned with the Holy spirit and what, and remembering, okay, this has nothing to do, so nothing to do with me. So let me get out of the way. Yeah. It was a lot of pride killing to be honest, because when you step into a marriage, you're, Oh, I'm the man of the house. I'm going to fix know, this. I'm going to fix it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and now I just want to do everything for it when no, really it's just experiential. So let me give them a different experience and let me constantly remember that, you know, um, why why did i choose let me remind myself why did i choose this marriage why did oh, i choose yeah. being a father you know i really um admire joseph when he stepped into that role because he wanted to divorce mary right he wanted mm -hmm. to leave her in private but it's like no i've called you to this so if god has called you to it he's going to call you through it mm -hmm. and those were just periods where i had to constantly reflect um on what my role was, what my own experiences were, and how I can help contribute to this health while still addressing what I was going through as well, yeah. um, whether or not feeling prioritized or never feeling like I had that initial seat because of how we stepped into the marriage. But remembering it has nothing to do with me, has everything to do with the call of my wife that God has on her, and it has the call, what is the call that God has on Michaela. Because anyone can look at Michaela and you can tell the spirit of God is over her. Mm -hmm. She has a word. She knows who she is. Mm -hmm. And so who am I to hinder that? No, I'm the person who should be building up that foundation yep. so that when she's sent out, we're going to do wonders for the kingdom. So Absolutely. it's not it's not my marriage. It's the kingdom's marriage. Yeah, yeah. that's good. That's great. That's good. I like your outfit today. Was that uh, on purpose because you knew you were filming? It's very nice. I love my stylist. Oh, your stylist <laughs> put it on. She's like, I she the approval. That's the ADHD in me. <laughs> I was... <laughs> <laughs> he, was in, he was admiring you. It's like, hey, you really, you really cleaned up today. Yeah, appreciate man. That, nice. man. <laughs> the denim on denim. You know what, what I'm saying? Yeah, I like Try it. Stuff. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us for Beyond yep, I so Do. Thank you to yep. Gage and Kim for yes, being so open thank and you, honest and blessing so many people with your story. Look forward to having you guys back on and yeah. talk further. We had some really great applicable questions from the last yeah. one we did on yeah, Blended yeah, Family. Yeah. So yeah. it's my goal, you know. We're not blended family, me and Ashley. And so I'd love to have these conversations mm -hmm. because m half of people are mm -hmm. having these conversations. Yep. Yeah. And so us giving room on the table to, to dialogue that out, I think, is amazing. So I don't hear too many spaces that give enough room for blended families, right. even mm -hmm. though, you know, almost half of them are, you know, yeah. nowadays. So uh, thank you guys so much. Appreciate yeah. it. Thank Peace you. out, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.